Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to What to Do. This is episode number four, and this is your host, John Gillick. And it's great to be with you today. And uh, thank you to all of those who are listening uh, to the podcast and those of you who downloaded it. I really appreciate it. It is wonderful uh, to see the response that I'm getting for this podcast. And uh, your ideas and your thoughts are definitely um, something that I cherish. And I, I am I'm deeply uh, happy and, and very, very grateful for those of you who are listening. Um, again, if you want to be a part of the show, just get a hold of me at jjg5150 at aol.com. So uh, what to do basically deals with um, what I think people can do to enhance their world and make their world a little bit better place and make their things that are that are around them uh, better for others and themselves. And last week we talked about kindness and this week we're going to talk about music. Um, now, music, for those of you who don't know, I am a music teacher and I'm very grateful to, to teach music in a school district that is very, very inclusive. Um, and I'm grateful that I get to teach students from grade 7 all the way to grade 12. Music for me has always been the world of wonder, if you would. It's always been a, a, a sort of healing for me. Uh, it's always been a sort of a source of comfort for me. Um, I can remember having moments that I would be on my own and just turn to a favorite album or a favorite song and just listen to it. Um, and we've all had those moments. We've all had those moments where we're in the car and our favorite song comes on the radio and we don't want to get out of the car until the song is over. You don't want to kill the engine until the tune is, is finished. Um, you know, and and I, I actually had that moment the other day. I've been listening to the, the track Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones for, oh, for years since the album came out in the 80s. And I, I'm still fascinated by uh, the band. I, I love the Rolling Stones as well. Um, but I, I love... Charlie Watts is drumming, and it just is memorized. I've memorized the entire chart, and I still can't figure out how he came up with that intro. And, and nonetheless, the tune just rocks, and uh, you, you want to listen to it. And I, I actually sat in my car with the windows rolled up, and I'm listening to it, it's cranking the volume, and I'm sure people were looking at me in the parking lot like, wow, that, it's a little nutty. But, you know, it, it, it made me feel good. It's a feel-good tune. Um, and I think in times like this, we need to look at music as the great equalizer, the, the, the mere facet of having a song or a band or a record or a, a moment, it takes you back to something. It takes you back to that place in time where you were just very comfortable. And I think that growing up when I did, I was very fortunate to be growing up at the late 60s, early 70s and into the 80s. Um, I was surrounded by some great, great music. Um, and we always had uh, WABC 77 on the radio. And you didn't know who the artists were. There wasn't anything out there like YouTube or, or anything like MTV. You had a couple of shows. American Bandstand was still on the air. And they would perform. The artists would come on and perform their songs. And you'd kind of get a glimpse like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that dude sang that song. I didn't know that woman sang this song i i didn't know that this this band played that and you would see it on american bandstand and you would experience it 
And I, I think back to WABC because WABC, in my opinion, was very much a melting pot. And I think that my childhood uh, listening to WABC, you know, they would play the number one song in the country at the top of the hour and at the 30 mark. And it didn't matter who it was. You all dug it. You all liked it because it was the number one song. It didn't make a difference. It could have been Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. It could have been the Beach Boys. It could have been Louis Armstrong. And yes, he did have a number one hit single with What a Wonderful World. Amazing. Being played on a top 40 radio station. And that was the beauty. You would hear groups like the Shirelles, and you would hear groups like Diana Ross and the Supremes, and you would hear these groups, the Temptations, Dion and the Belmonts, groups like that. And it, it stayed with me. It stayed with me my whole life. That music for me is a comfort. Um, growing up, we had what an ABC went, went away in the 80s and became a talk radio station. We then turned to CBS FM, and that was the oldie station. Those were the tunes when my parents were dating in the 50s and when my parents were growing up. That, those were the tunes that ABC was playing, as, along with some current material. Of course, the Beatles, all the British Invasion material. You know, that kind of stuff stayed with me. Then you listen to it on CBS FM, and you're like, whoa, I can totally remember banging away on mom's pots and pans to wipe out, you know, and I'm hearing it for the third or fourth hundredth time, and I'm still digging that tune. And it has truly become a melting pot. It didn't make a difference who the artist was. You liked good music. And when you got older, when I got older, friends of mine turned me on to jazz music. A very good friend of mine gave me a Maynard Ferguson record and said, check this out. Remember records? Remember you used to be able to walk into a record store? And that's how you got your musical education. You got it by accepting what your friends were giving you. You got it because they had it and loved it. And since you were friends, it didn't make a difference what your skin color was. If it was cool, had a great beat, and just sounded awesome, you were turned on to it. And then you'd go down to the record store on your friend's recommendation and go buy the other albums by these artists. Same thing happened in the world of classical music. I had no idea I knew a couple of things. I knew 1812 Overture, if you want to call that classical. I knew a couple of things that were out in the world of classical music, but I didn't get turned on to classical music until I marched in a drum and bugle corps. And I saw this group, the Phantom Regiment, play classical music. I saw this group, the Santa Clara Vanguard, play classical music. Right in my own backyard, the Garfield Cadets playing music from Broadway. West Side Story, and I had heard it. But I didn't really experience it until friends would be like, hey, check this out and give you the mixtape. Remember the mixtape? Remember we used to have those mixtapes and be different artists on there? That's how I learned about Frank Zappa. And it was a, a friend of mine who turned me on to it who was from North Carolina. We had so many different backgrounds, but the only thing we had in common was we marched into drum corps together. We became friends through music. It didn't matter that I was from Bloomfield, New Jersey, and he was from Winston-Salem. It didn't matter that our parents were on opposite ends of this spectrum in terms of the economic scene. It didn't matter. 
We became friends. He would stay at my house. We learned from each other because we respected each other. And music allows you to do that. I've been involved with so many jams. I'd be at a session and, you know, different musicians would walk up and, and, and take the mic and play and sing. And, and, and you had great opportunities to share your musical knowledge and your ability to play an instrument with total strangers. It didn't make a difference, but the only commonality was music. And I really, truly believe that music does heal. I mean, you were doing this podcast today on an anniversary of Robert Kennedy's assassination. Lord only knows what this country would have been like had he not been assassinated. And I don't want to make this a political thing. Again, my goal for what to do has always been to be positive since I started this. Has always been to put a, a, a different point of view on things. And that's why I'm encouraging us as a society to go back to that comfort zone. Go back to that place that music brought you. Go back and revisit some of those great records. And we all know them. Go back. Because if you're going to go forward, you got to see what happened behind you. And that's what I absolutely believe in. I turn on CBS FM now, even if in the New York area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, CBS FM was the oldie station. And then a couple of years ago, they flipped to something else and then they came back. But the oldie songs that they're playing now are the songs that I had listened to when I was in high school. Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. Great record. Didn't make a difference who you are. Everyone liked that record. Great groove. Excellent songs. Showmanship. Sound familiar? Those were artists in the 50s and 60s. And even when we had heavy metal, we had the hard rock scene. Yeah, you had to look at Led Zeppelin. Robert Plant studied blues singers from the Mississippi Delta. You could hear it in his voice. You can hear. You listen to the Rolling Stones. You had a guitar player in Keith Richards who desperately wanted to be Chuck Berry. You had a drummer that desperately wanted to be a jazz drummer. He wanted to play jazz. You had another dude who wanted to play like Chuck Berry. Your role models. You hear it in their music. And then when the late 70s happened, in the early 80s, and you hear the bands like Van Halen. I'm reading a great book on the, the band right now called Van Halen Rising. And Dave Roth, David Lee Roth, grew up in a black community and studied those musicians. Studied them. Whereas Eddie Van Halen studied Eric Clapton. Who did Eric Clapton study? Blues musicians. So you see, music gives you that unity. Music gives you that fun aspect of civilization. I know that we live in very trying times, and I know that we have a lot to do yet in our worlds, and I know we have other things to conquer in regards to our children, ourselves, our neighbors, our society. But I would hope that when you listen to this, you go back and listen to some of your oldies your old favorites. And you know what? Keep an eye on what your 
friends' kids were listening to. You know, being a band director, I, I, had, I had an idea who Billie Eilish was, but not until my students asked me, can we play one of her songs? And we did. The sad thing is that student wouldn't get to play a concert because we were obviously in, in lockdown situation, stay at home. But I'll never forget her face when I gave her the music. She's like, she is my idol. And I love her for what she stands for. Just make the connection. I think that if we all take a step back, go back to that comfort zone, I think that it'll help us in the now and certainly give us some hope for the future. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, Again, if you want to be a part of the show and you have some ideas or suggestions, feel free to email me, jjg5150 at aol.com. I have a shout out to a friend of mine who does a Devil's Podcast. I really don't remember the exact uh, name of that Devil's Podcast, but he is a, he's a teacher here in town with me. His name is Scott Beret, and he does a Devil's Podcast for the Devil's Hockey Club. As most of you know, I'm a Bruins fan, but I'm giving him a shout out because he's a very nice guy and he does a great job with that podcast too. So again, thank you so much for listening to What to Do. I'm John Gillick and I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks everybody.